Hey guys, welcome back to the BLB podcast. Today I have special guest as usual, the man behind the camera, Prince. He's going to be sharing with us a little bit about himself and just what he has gone through and his insight with relationships. And of course, we're going to talk about me a little bit more for you guys who are new to what I do and who I am. I'm going to dive into just a little bit of my past and my history as well. So let's get started. All right, so it is 2020 finally. We had all these hopes and dreams with, you know, the closing of last year. And I just pray that everybody is on track with their resolutions. We're going to talk about some resolutions as well. Do you have resolutions or do you set them, Prince? I do, but it's more of a continuation of what was happening last year, just to attack things in a more strategical yeah. matter. Not yeah. that I wasn't before, just more... Just more having more intuition, yeah. if, if you'd like to say, on mm-hmm. things that I want to do. I believe, yeah, and I pay do attention. That. I'd rather do science. that than say I'm gonna like do some crazy stuff that I've never done before. Yeah. And I have no experience with it, and mm-hmm. I more than likely the next day is gonna be like that's it. Yeah, you won't be as <laughs> yeah. committed to these things. Yeah. So I pick stuff that I'm super motivated about already. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Things that I want to get accomplished this year, I definitely want to bring along some of you guys well most of you guys you know on this journey of just self-awareness and really get into how to connect with women on a different level a level that you probably weren't taught or you have no experience with and really get your dating life where it needs to be right i definitely want to bring you guys along with me and not only that i want to i guess just like scale my business to a level where you guys will see me on bigger platforms. You know, that would be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. That's the mission. <laughs> yeah, so we're working on it over here. What are some of your goals for this year? Um, some of my goals is um, mainly my, my mental health. Mm. Basically staying more in tune with my uh, intuition, spirit my spirit, and just and pay attention to the signs because I'm very, uh, I like to say, tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Total vision, like a lot of people, like because I'm ambitious. I feel like I'm an ambitious person. <laughs> so, do you think you struggle with balance? Is that oh, what of is? course, of course. I'm definitely out of balance. But I don't. When people talk about out of balance, I don't see it in the negative light. Because the way I see things, mm-hmm. nothing is bad until you make it bad. So you can be all in. That? So like you can be all in and out of balance on something very positive for your life. You know what I mean? As long mm-hmm. as you over communicate. With the people on the other side of the spectrum on what you're focusing on right now because mm-hmm. that's what's important to you you know if it's important to you they should be able to understand if you're out of balance or not giving them the time or attention that yeah. they use that they're used to their condition you giving them mm-hmm. so as long as i stay or communicating on the things that that's on my mind at the current moment mm-hmm. then i won't feel res- like resentment of them or not lacking on my purpose and what I'm doing is so just... basically you when you neglect your friends in the search of your career and your mm-hmm. soul like mm-hmm. stuff like that I definitely struggle with that yeah like one size does. yeah I don't think everybody I feel like some people are good at yeah yeah obviously yeah yeah their family life and whatever mm-hmm. like but once I have a goal like I kind of just neglect my friends I miss everybody's birthday every year yeah. I swear to God, I'm that friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't even know if I should be called a friend at this point. Mm-hmm. Because everybody always remember mine. It's just, I don't even intentionally mm-hmm. do it. But when I focus on one thing, it's like everything just... So I do struggle with that as well. Yeah, I can understand. Because your personality type, is, personality type is very bubbly. You like to party. You like to... Not like right, a party girl. Party. But, but you like <laughs> Those to be, days are done. No, but you like <laughs> to be among your friends and celebrate and stuff. And yeah. you're seen as that person like, oh, Allie's going to be there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And me personally, I'm not the big celebration guy. I'm just a, a text guy. As long as I get, get a text out, they feel good. That's mm-hmm. my relationship with my friends. We're right. still close, right? But I don't need to be there for them to feel like I'm not invested in them. So you're the type that has like your friends. It's like when you guys meet up again, it feels like no power. Yeah, no yeah. Time that's power. that's the majority of all my friendships are because mm-hmm. they understand that who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them, but I really like to do the other things I like to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I struggled with that even more back in high school, though. Really? And I went to an all-girl, co- all-girl college, all-girl high school. And mm-hmm. it's just like, once we left high school, and we already had that close relationship, and we went separate ways, separate colleges, it was just like, every time we met up, it was like, what do you do with your life? Like, nobody knows anything. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Not like when we got back up, it's like no time has passed. Mm-hmm. It always feels weird mm-hmm. because we just all, I don't know, I'm weird. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I my, I me personally, I don't, I don't, uh, in the past I used to overthink it because I would always, because like I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I really like, like if one of my people sent me up like, yo, I need this done. I'm always there. Yeah. But now I'm in the mind frame where I'm doing something for myself. You know what I mean? But the way I think of it now is like I'm doing something for myself who I, so I can help them in the future. Mm. So if I say no now, it's not that, a big deal. Prince is coming to get y'all when he, he gets free. <laughs> Hold him accountable. <laughs> no, but you know, like you, your friends, they always want to plan trips. They always want to do things. Yeah. And, and sometimes some friends don't have the cash to do certain things. Like mm. I want to be in a comfortable position in the future Where to be like, just... don't worry about it. Let's yeah. have experience in the moment together. But how do you decipher which one of your friends deserve that because if you were to tell them and involve them mm-hmm. are you saying that all your friends would have been supportive oh. and like because i'm only gonna support i mean yeah you i feel like that's the decision to make for yourself personally me because mm. i i don't really hold grudges even when people like say somebody said something in the past that i didn't like if we're not on good terms if they're part of the friend group or the circle I'm not going to exclude them of one moment. That's not who I am. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just... I'm not, I'm no, still I'm not gonna... saying that. I'm talking about, like, if your friends were to know, like, the journey you're on right now mm-hmm. to get to your career. Uh-huh. Right? Which is why you're not talking to them. Uh-huh. Like, you may feel that way. You may uh-huh. be good. But you don't know what they're thinking. Uh-huh. They may, you know, just move on with their lives uh-huh. and not even think about it. Mm-hmm. But would it, would those people have been supporters of your dream if they knew what it is that you're doing? Because when you get to, are you, are you saying that when you get to a place of abundance and, you know, mm-hmm. all of that, that you're going to just everybody free for all? Or are you select, are there selective people within your friends group that's the people that you're looking out for? I mean, obviously I have favorites. Everyone has their favorite friend that they know, like, they oh, need shit. to be there. To they need to be there, <laughs> but also, in a case, like, my goals and my dreams are my goals and my dreams. They don't, they don't need to be invested into it. Yeah. They're not responsible. They won't be held accountable if I fail or succeed or not. So, okay. there's no selectivity. There's just, I'm having a thing. Mm-hmm. We always, you know what I mean? Like, we cool people. It's like, okay. come along. I got you. That's okay. it. You I know like what I mean? that. That's that's it, period. Like I understand some people were like, Oh, they never did this for me when I wanted to I'm like, bro, it's No, your... I'm not even I mean, that's that's petty. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not saying, what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about people who just would not if they knew what you were doing, mm-hmm. would just not support you. Or try to talk you out of it or try to like change your mind or why you gotta do that. That type of person. Mm-hmm. Like that person, I would not necessarily want to go yeah, because those are the same people that when you know mm-hmm. when you're famous or whatever, mm-hmm. they're gonna be the first one like, yo, you remember when we were friends? But they were never supportive. They were never like speaking I mean, life into you. I mean, pe- people like that. I feel like if you know who they are, you can't expect too much of them. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't have any so type that's, of expectations. It comes for back them. to you would only focus on certain people. I would extend the invite, but I don't expect them to like be real in the moment they would come and then try to be all fake i'm gonna have that register to be like thank you for coming but i'm not gonna eat what you're trying to feed me right now because i knew you didn't like want to really mess with me yeah, you just gotta be self-aware in the moment now everything's like black and white you yeah. feel me like if okay. they if i extend the invite they come and then they're on something like yeah they, they really want me to succeed even though i know they didn't really like put that out there and they could want it they just had their own you just don't know what's going on in people's lives that's why yeah. i don't i don't only I only hold yeah. myself accountable you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, that's all you can do because it's your goals. It's your dreams. That's why everybody just needs to like grind on the low and not even... Because me, I would just grind on the low. Like I said, I have just one drunk mind. Mm-hmm. And like, who happy for me in the end? And I know that we were good people. Come along. But if yeah. I know that that person maybe had insight that I'm mm-hmm. doing something for myself mm-hmm. and they're just not for it, mm-hmm. when I get there, I'm going to decipher who deserves to come up with me. Yeah, That's we, just how we should, I... yeah, but we should definitely talk about that. Like, coming into the near, are we like letting go of certain people or like no, th- putting people on? Mean? Not, not, not letting go and like, like we're getting rid of them. Just like, who are we involving in our journey because they've shown us interest that they care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So don't you think that's that's don't you think there's like a blurred line with that? Why? Because when you're grinding, I believe uh-huh. when you're grinding, 
you're gonna have a team around you yes mm-hmm. but i'm talking about the outside people like your friends and your family mm-hmm. those people who are supportive mm-hmm. of me get into where i get to so they don't get upset when i do come back around mm-hmm. they understand what it was there's no hard feelings mm-hmm. you know people like that mm-hmm. those are the people i'm going to gravitate towards and help come up mm-hmm. right versus the people who will get in the feelings never reached out to me never asked me if i was good but in the same breath because i have I can't even say that because uh, people do watch this that I know. But certain family members who, you know, I just can't tell them certain things because they're going to just... Judge. Yeah. And just spread all types of craziness. So when I like when I get to that place, of course, I'm going to think of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help out. But it's not going to be the extent of which the person who was beside me mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing is going to benefit. That's just yeah. how I see it. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. That's I mean, what I'm talking about. It's for your own like mental health, of course. Like yeah. you don't need negativity in your life, especially when you're pursuing something, whether it's career, weight loss, like anything, anything. that you're doing. You don't need any type of negativity that that's cause that's gonna like grow in your mind and then take you off course. And then, mm-hmm. then next thing you have self doubt that that wasn't even implanted in you. That's from yeah. somebody else. And you and don't that's the thing. That. We all we we go through lives, I believe. A lot of us we're just just going we're just going by mm-hmm. and we are you know we we like certain things we don't even realize it's not even things that we like it's what somebody else kind of projected onto us mm-hmm. you know what i mean or we will we may like whatever and then somebody else don't like like my mom mm-hmm. hello mother <laughs> <laughs> she would if it was up to her i would not know how to swim i would not know i wouldn't like the beach because she has a fear for open water right mm-hmm. so it's like every time i said i'm gonna go to the beach alicia why <laughs> you know what i mean so after a while if i was a pet type of person like you know who don't think for myself mm-hmm. i would have been someone who don't like the beach when i yeah. truly love the beach mm-hmm. so it's just like i believe in just like beam line and just yeah that's come good. with you come with you and yeah. who don't you know yeah you, yeah you, oh, you gotta be aware of what people are projecting onto you like yeah. especially the ones that are even like like, it's so weird to talk about, like, people who are actually, like, care about you and that want to see you win, sometimes their love is kind of even misguided because they're not even right sometimes. Like, they, like you got to you gotta be self-aware to notice they don't have experience in this area or they lack in this area that they want to help you with. So their advice not might be the mm. best. You know what, what I mean? What you need. You know what I mean? That's like, be what you like say, like, you're a dating coach. You consult men on how to date better and, like, mm-hmm. be in a better mindset. But you're not going to give them dentistry advice because that's not your field. You got to realize some of your friends yeah. aren't in certain fields. They're not. They're Like, they might think they know it all or give certain advice, but it's very service level. Yeah. They don't have deep conversations. That's why, like, even men will talk about women against ourselves, amongst ourselves, but mm. that advice might be, like, jaded. Homeboy could have just had a fight with his girl, and next to you know, he's like giving you bad advice based off the situation he's in. And that's what. Not that's, from a place of like, yeah. I care for you or yeah. I want you to have And a we always thing. have that one friend too mm-hmm. who just so jaded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not, don't like. It, nothing. Like, nothing. <laughs> they can't do nothing right. <laughs> nothing is good in this world. You can't be walking down the aisle. <laughs> the point of dress will share with you. Like, it could be anything. Anything's you know? negative. Yeah, because they're, they're projecting their own negative feelings onto you. Yeah. And you just have to be. Mm-hmm aware of that because we'll fall for it yeah so i rather just not even put myself in temptation and 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 even if you're one of those people that want to help those people get out that negative mindset you got to realize you can't want something for somebody for them. like they're yeah. not going to you know what i mean it's not gonna work they have to make the decision solely that's the same thing with my coaching business too yeah like i may see someone who i reach out in my dms and tell me their story and i'm like you need to work on certain things, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Not only for just to get a woman, but for your mental health. Mm-hmm. But I can't want it for them. No. I could literally give them step by step what they should do, and they will just read it and never look at it again. Like, it's still on them to do it. So, what, what do you think that, what do you think that is that holds people back on making that important decision to uh, basically better themselves? Is it fear? Or, it, it, or not knowing how to take accountable if they fail? It's, like, what is that signifying moment? It's fear. It's fear? It's fear. Of not knowing the result? There's a, all right, let me give you an example of why it's fear. I think it'll break it down a little bit better. When we go on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And we scroll in down. We see something about a killing that mm-hmm. happened down the street. Mm-hmm. Right? You would want to watch it, but, you know, are you really going to invest time into that? 
to like sit there and be like, damn, because it's not really happening to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you'll go scroll down and there's a funny video. And you'll sit there and watch a funny video. You'll share it with your friend. Like, look at this. You know what I mean? You invest more because it doesn't require much of you. Mm-hmm. And it's happening to you right now because you're getting instant gratification from it. Mm-hmm. You're laughing. Mm-hmm. You're getting a good feeling. Mm-hmm. So if something is going to come up to where you're going to have to shed light on things that don't give you instant gratification. The truth. The truth. <laughs> You know, uh-huh. if something, it, it's too raw. People don't like uh, to touch. That wound is, yeah, yeah it's fresh. And that it's fresh. So yeah. I'll post something and we'll talk about rejection. And then, and then somebody who, with the experience of being rejected, is like, yeah, heart, heart, heart. But it, it goes nowhere. Yeah, they don't yeah. go the extra step. Like, it, yeah, it, there's no sharing. There's no breaking it down. There's no reaching out to me. Yeah. You know. You know what's funny when you say that? I feel like. Like, when they get in that moment where they like, yeah, this resonates, blah, 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 and then nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they don't know that you can go even deeper to really, yeah. like, reveal that pain yeah. to the and point where they almost anger comes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But nobody but you, wants to deal with that. Yeah. But you said, like, like how do you, do you, how do you feel about that? Like, reaching your audience to reveal I, certain things? It, but do you want them to actually feel the pain so they can actually come, like, what do you care about most? I care about making an impact, even if they don't work with me. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want it to be that they just think differently. Okay. Pursue it for themselves, okay. right? So even though they don't reach out to me, I hit a nerve, and that's all I need. Mm-hmm. They hit the nerve, and I'm gonna continue to hit the nerve. Oh, okay. And that's where I think the like the conscious, just pushing out like value uh-huh. comes in. Like I'll be talking about something, I'll talk about it for the whole week, mm-hmm. right? So whoever relates to it has a constant reminder. Mm-hmm. So they can't it's get like away from it. like picking up the scab. Like, just open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're like basically knocking on the door, waiting for them to open yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's a very dark door. It is. It's not like it you want to go. And even though the whole baseline of my business is dating, mm-hmm. it goes much deeper with that. Mm-hmm. Because it, it comes down to your patterns. Mm-hmm. What do you think about yourself? What do you say about yourself? Mm-hmm. How do you represent yourself? Mm-hmm. It goes down to, it's much deeper than me just giving somebody lines to go say. Yeah. And then there's, in the industry that I'm in right now, people are booming because it's so easy to just tell somebody what five to say. Five tips. <laughs> five tips and five, you know, steps to doing this. And it's it's easy to just say that. Yeah, and that's, but, they probably not even work for that individual yeah, at all. It doesn't. And they may relate to that, but that's not the way they need to be taught. Yeah. Because they have not dealt with things that's deep down mm-hmm. they need to deal with. And once they come to that realization that, okay, something happened to me or I think this way about myself negatively, mm-hmm. let's change it. Mm-hmm. That's the only time you're going to start seeing results. Mm-hmm. That's the only time they're going to start attracting women that they really want mm-hmm. in their lives. But, you know, liking the picture and sharing is great. But if you're not willing to actually do the work, I can't want that for you. Yeah. you at some point, you're going to want it. You have to want it for yourself because I'll work with people. And I, you know, I would think that this is a person that is compatible for me and my personality and we can really do this together. And two days in, they kind of, the whole attitude changes mm-hmm. because they realize we're hitting on things they didn't expect to hit on. Yeah, they just came it's uncomfortable. Both, right. It starts to become uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And with any type of coaching, mm-hmm. in order to get to your goal, you're going to mm-hmm. have to realize what it is that you're doing right now that's hindering you mm-hmm. or has been hindering you and it's now a habit and keeping away from that goal. With any type of coaching. Mm-hmm. So. That's interesting. Because I, I always wondered why the fear and the pain outweighs the mm-hmm. goal or the reward of the process. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that pain and fear of you going through the truth and revealing the things about yourself outweigh than you actually getting the reward and feeling better? I think. I is, is, or do people get stuck in the unknown of not knowing the reward of like how to feel better after a situation? I mean, like the world that we live in right now, it's easy to just if you have a bad day. Let's say you go to work, somebody piss you off. You have a bad day. You go home, you take up your phone, you start going through funny videos. Mm-hmm. You're not necessarily dealing with what just happened. Yeah, you're covering it up. So because it's always this in mm-hmm. front of us covering up the reality of what's going on around us mm-hmm. all of a sudden we don't even realize the reality yeah. you know what i mean so we're just, so we're kind just of, conditioned to just we're keep... conditioned by a device <laughs> that makes us feel as if instead of working on your feeling 
Come watch this cat video. Yeah, yeah okay. So it's, right? you, so it's not even yeah. like you're purposely trying to forget. Yeah. It's like you're just But you're so... teaching yourself subconsciously not to deal to... with the things that you need to be dealing mm-hmm. with. And that's why you get addicted to this, because it makes you feel good. It's a drug, so, basically. So, so what tidbit would you offer for a man that's like to get awoken, basically? To get away... Does he need to get away from the phone and really self-analyze what he I does every day? Like... Not in a, like a judgment way, but in like, yeah, how can I, I... get better? I feel like for 2020, it will take some balls to do this, but I feel like everybody should at least try. So put their phone down for a whole weekend. And immediately, I can already hear the excuses. I go, I have to go to work. Like, I got to talk to my baby mama. Like, I got to go to the store. Like, I need the calculator. Like I need the, 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 wave, need the, the Waves app. The Waves app. need everything, right? Uh-huh. But if you could just stay in, if you could try to just stay in for the weekend, no technology I mean, turn off your TV, turn off everything that you can plug in, right? And just sit by yourself if you can. All so the you external may have, forces. Just... Yeah, just sit by yourself. And if that's an uncomfortable feeling for you, you need to heal. Damn. Straight like that. If you cannot bear that silence, it means you need to heal. Because you are clearly dependent on things around you to make you feel better to make you feel like you belong Mm -hmm. but if you can't sit in silence where you have nothing to you know to grab it to get you give your attention to you know it's funny because that's when they actually hear their own voices yeah and your subconscious is like screaming because the mind because i i listened to a podcast earlier this in the past year (laughs) Mm -hmm. on the basically your mind is built to protect you you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it also wants you to feel better. Yeah. So at the same time, there's two opposing forces trying to protect you your from the pain. Your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Basically, and when you get in that moment of silence, that's when you finally get to like hear both of them. That's yeah. the, 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 the devil and the angel, people mm-hmm. like to say. Mm-hmm. That's when you like to deal with them, so you got to listen to them fight out to, to finally feel yourself in the middle and be like, mm-hmm. oh shit. Who am I? Mm-hmm. And you gotta find out who you mm-hmm. are in those moments. And it's of like it's, it doesn't happen overnight either. No. Like just cutting off your phones for a weekend—that's great. You can sit with yourself. You can process your thoughts. But it's gonna take continuously doing that. Mm-hmm. Continuously mm-hmm. till they get to a place where you realize you're okay without everything around you, mm-hmm. without the noise. You know, to mm-hmm. distract you from what you need to be doing. And and also, I want to say for the people who are actually motivated and they actually do a lot of stuff on their phone, they need their phone to be busy. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, there's a podcast I listen to. It's called uh, Model Health Show, mm-hmm. and uh, I forgot his name. I don't know why I forgot his name, but either way, he had a, a, a professional on saying, "Time away from your phone leads to more productivity it throughout does. the day." So if you take that hour out to be off the screen. And then do what you need to do. You will literally be more productive in that time. Instead of taking thirty minutes to get what you need done, it might take twenty five, and then it will get shorter and shorter. The old me would be like, "But I need to use my phone to do work." Yeah, but they, people don't understand. Like the human brain is not like an iPhone. Your iPhone will operate at a hundred percent all the time, mm-hmm. even if it's at two percent battery level. We're human beings. Our battery level is constantly going down. It doesn't yeah. mean productivity stays the same. Everything changes your exactly. energy. So if you take that time out just to recharge mentally, you know what I mean? Give your brain that, like, okay, let me chill out for, like, an hour or two mm-hmm. and just relax. You When you pick something up back again, because our subconscious mind is always solving stuff. So when you pick that phone back up again, you're literally operating at a pace you've never done before. Things are coming at you like this. You're just like, I feel it's like so we, creative now. We're not a computer, but because we've trained our mind for so many years to act like a computer, <laughs> it's or just be like connected we, need to, to the computer. Yeah, we need to shut down yeah. at some point. And, and just sleep is not enough. Yeah, sleeping is not... Your subconscious you mind rest. is still going at, at sleep mode. <laughs> yeah, you need to... What people need to do is rest. Yeah. Rest off of the things that you, you have. You, you're so constantly like touching yeah take a walk get in. yeah just like take your dog out if you have a dog and just walk yeah, yeah. it's kind of cold outside but <laughs> you know just like do something mm-hmm. with you know just be by yourself yeah, get like lego pieces or something put legos put together. Puzzle together anything where paint. it needs where you need a, a gateway to get to the silence mm-hmm. have something get a puzzle like you know what i mean get something yeah. very soothing if the puzzle confuses you don't do the puzzle you yeah. know what i mean but you need to find the gateway to get you to where you'd be like okay 
I can yeah. sit down and not and relax, hear my own thoughts, think about things that are important, think about mm-hmm. how I feel about certain things, where mm-hmm. do I want my life to go, and it's a comfortable conversation with yourself. It doesn't give you stress. And when that's the thing, I think people when they think about their thoughts, they're stress involved. That's why they don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I also wanted to add, if you're gonna do this challenge, this weekend challenge, alcohol does not is not included. No. Right? Or smoking weed or whatever whatever this vice is. When I say devices, is that what it's called? Devices? Yeah, it's a vice. Yeah, vice. Whatever vices you use to calm you down, I guess, no. Like literally just sit or lay down and just just listen to nothingness. Just be just be blank. And what I did when I first started to meditate, it was so hard for me to not think about things. So what I did was picture in my mind that I was just sitting on a blank paper leaf that was just huge, like a huge blank paper leaf. And I just focused on that. And it was just all white. So I wouldn't think about anything. And if my mind started to sway about something negative or positive, I bring I remember myself back on that paper. So it's really just because our brain is a muscle, we mm-hmm. have to like exercise it. Mm-hmm. So once you train your mind to re- listen to you and not just go off in mm-hmm. a daze, then you have more control of it. Mm-hmm. Right? So you just sit there and just picture yourself if a dark room that may work mm-hmm. for you, or just in a bright room, and that's it. You're just in a room in your head. I Close feel, your eyes. Yeah. And it. every time you stray away, you come back. You're just pulling your mind where you want it to be. And then after a while, you don't need things around you because you have that control mm-hmm. by yourself. I feel like people need to... That's perfect because I feel like people need to understand all the stuff you're worried about or all the stuff you need to, you think you need to think about, they're not going anywhere. They're just thoughts. They're, like They might not even be real, but the thoughts in your head, they're not going anywhere. So why are you taking... I think people need to realize you might spend a little an hour worrying about something that's not even real. Yeah. Do you know how much does it, that does to your body and the stressors that like that that's terrible for you? You know you where can't I think that. That we all learned that though is from school, from like we're a little bit. Oh, like going make to sure school. you have homework ready and all that stuff. The anxiety <laughs> that it yeah. gives to children. Not only that, like when mm-hmm. you go do a test and you know your ass failed. <laughs> And people will come out to the test and sit there trying to search for answers. Like, that, like whatever you put on the paper is what it is. Yeah. And then once I started to not get so invested in what you get, what you put, mm-hmm. and just walk away, knowing that I failed, it's okay. I'll yeah. do it again. It's, it's life. Yeah, it's, I could have It's moved. a micro thing. It's Man, not, your life is not over. It's not over. And people will sit there and stress and just look up the answer knowing that they didn't put it there. It's not there. You failed. Okay, move on. Yeah. I think it's... Obviously, it's going to be hard for people who actually have anxiety or been diagnosed with anxiety. Cause that's what starts it, I believe. Yeah, that's what starts School it. But, ways. like, you understand, like, you don't have to be that way forever. Because mm-hmm. me, myself, I have anxiety. Like, I worry a lot. But it's not where it, like, causes the hair to fall on my head. I wor- I use anxiety to work for me. That's why I don't believe in negative energy. I use anxiety to be more disciplined. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't see it as, if I don't do this, then all these things are going to happen. I, I use good. it as in I need to d- discipline myself so I can have a more positive outcome for the future. That's how I use my anxiety, basically. So, and, and there's a way to get there, but you have to work on it. So, okay. In light of that, tell us more about your background. Like, because in order for you to think like that, something had to, like, transpire over it. Maybe adults in years well, or... Well, I'm obviously born in Jamaica. You said obviously. <laughs> All right, I got if you didn't know. <laughs> no, but I, I grew up in New York with uh with my dad and my stepmom and the family dynamic wasn't very uh it was it was amazing at first when you come to a new country, new family, new house, you get mm-hmm. your own room, things are mm-hmm. nice, you're like almost upper middle class, you're middle class, and then the family dynamic started to break down when my dad and my stepmom started like fall out based off like arguments and stuff I didn't know about because I was yeah. young. Mm-hmm. But my anxiety started out when basically things would happen, and my dad is a quick triggered person. Mm-hmm. The, the littlest thing would set him off, so that caused the worry within me. So it's like mm-hmm. small things become big things before I even had the chance to process it. So yeah. I just had to care about things he cared about. Not knowing they're not a big deal, but he was projecting that onto me as a child. That's and incredible. that made me into who I am now. And it's it took a long while for me to understand that you don't need to lose your head off every little thing. Mm-hmm. That's not how life works. 
the micro see? stuff does not matter. Everything is 360 because the things that we grew up seeing, like your dad, he mm. didn't want, he probably didn't even want to project that onto you, but that's how he deals with things. Yeah. And as kids, we always want to make things better mm -hmm. because we're so innocent. Mm -hmm. We don't know what's going yeah. on. So we're just like, what can mm -hmm. I do to make you? And that's, mm -hmm. I can definitely relate to that. I yeah. became literally a class clown. I would yeah. always give jokes and stuff. And I think growing up in my own family, because we were so poor sometimes, where like we would drink water, like cold water. There's a thing where you drink cold water and icy mint, mm -hmm. like a mint ball. Uh -huh. And it would just like, because it's so like, you know, <laughs> you like can't even remember that you're not eating, like shit like that. Uh -huh. And what I would do is to make my parents feel better, is just like tell a dopey story mm -hmm. or tell ghost stories. Tell ghost stories <laughs> and stuff Americans. like that. And so people can just laugh uh -huh. and I think about it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I took on a whole like personality to mm -hmm. save my people, like to save my family yeah. and make them happy. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of wish I took that route. I went more of the uh, the serious I, route. Yeah. Let's I, get things done. Like get things done and yeah, everything is my fault, that. even if it's not my fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. my dad also did that to me. Like things would happen and then he would blame me and I'd yeah. be like, what did I do? And then it came. And you start thinking, it what became did a I routine. Do yeah, it became a routine yeah. where like, even if it wasn't my fault, my fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the garage door stopped opening or something. I was mm -hmm. pressing the garage door too much. Obviously, it's me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And that's nonsense. It yeah. could be just be... We take on so much as kids. And yeah. then when we, again, when we're starting to date now and start mm -hmm. to relate to other people, we realize the reason why you can't relate to women or relate to men is because you don't know how to relate to yourself. Yeah, because there's a bunch of shit going on there's that's a not bunch, even here. And that's why it can't just be surface level, oh, teach me how to get women or teach me how to you know talk to women. It can't just be that. It's how were you trained to talk to people? Exactly. How are you influenced to think about women? Everything adds up and he, comes back around. you know what the kicker is? Gives them the tips to like find the woman that they, they want to attract. The but, external tips. Yeah, the external yeah. tips. And they haven't yet dealt with what's going on inside. Yeah. And you'll get to a place where those tips don't even work for you because you're not in a place to authentically do it. And like you never want to get into a place where you're just using lines and it's like you because a woman can tell that she's being fake you know what i mean like you try to walk like him or try to talk like him or like trying to sound cool it's gonna always come off fake because that's not who you are if you were to come in to a place where you fix yourself first right get yourself to a confidence level that you've never had before all of a sudden you can talk differently you can walk differently because that's where you already fixed what needed to be fixed and what's being overlooked, which is your confidence, which is, you know, your, your dating patterns in the past, your traumas, the things that you don't look at. That's the thing that's holding you back from relating to a woman. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think people understand how authenticity always wins. Like yes. how if you're authentic and just so in your truth, when you're relating to people, that energy that manifests between you guys too, it's it's raw. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you leave them with no option. Mm -hmm. You either you with me or you're mm -hmm. not. You like me or you don't. Versus trying to like impress somebody mm -hmm. or trying to do something extra. That's not even you to begin with. I think because I think some men get confused while why they'll find a woman that has a similar interest, what they're interested in, and their reaction from the interest is like, Oh my gosh, this is my, my life. But yeah. it's literally you connecting with them in your truth at yep. that moment. And that's why you feel so strongly about Yeah, them. it's not that they're a unicorn. You're just, it's it's not happening for you on occasion where you get so invested in your truth with another mm. person to feel this good feeling. Yeah. So when you get into this truth mode and knowing, being self-aware on who you are, mm -hmm. when you meet a woman that's all about your truth, that's when the real connection and like, yeah. it's dangerous. Like mm -hmm. you guys become a force. Mm -hmm. And even like when you get in a relationship and it's going so well because you just genuinely like the person, mm -hmm. your brain will tap back in. That negative side will tap back in and be mm -hmm. like, something, he took good to be true or she took good to be uh -huh. true. So you got to be lying. Like, she, she got to have somebody on the side. And then it will, you'll literally talk yourself out of your blessing mm -hmm. if you're not, you know, genuinely ready for it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense because, like, you, you, like, it's funny because people will meet people that are healers, you know what I mean? 
they remind them of all the stuff they've been through, mm -hmm. but it's a safe place for them to move on from it. It's a healing person you've met. Mm -hmm. And the other healer person might not even realize they're just there to heal you because not everyone's there forever. Some people mm -hmm. are temporary. For a season. You know what I mean? So, like, that healer might be there just for the season, but you think it's a lifetime because they're literally helping you get over all the stuff you've been through. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you're not genuinely actually authentically invested into the actual interests you guys have you know mm -hmm. what i mean you could be two different people but that other person knows how to come to your world yeah you know what i mean and literally pick up the, the stuff on the floor and, and fold the clothes you know mm -hmm. what i mean going inside your head like you gotta recognize there's some people there just to help you and and you have to be self-aware if you find yourself in this situation with a woman has a nurturing and healing spirit Am don't I talk actually, yourself out of yeah, life. don't talk yourself out of it like you don't deserve it, but yeah. be accountable and understand you also have to put the effort into making sure she realizes you're worth it at mm -hmm. the same time. We talked about this too when we were talking about independent. Yeah, women, women they don't want to like invest in a man, but it. No, not that, but you'll have genuine women out there who yeah. want to invest in their man because they see they have mm -hmm. potential and mm -hmm. have a dream. But then a man will not have the motivation to back it. Yeah. And then it starts to become a mom and son situation. Yeah. And then he feels emasculated and all yeah. types of things. So uh -huh. if you do it for yourself, like it will be authentic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So even though someone will come in your, your life, like you said, that's a healer, mm -hmm. still not for you to put your all on them, mm -hmm. but to take, you know, mm -hmm. whatever they give you out of love, mm -hmm. work on yourself, become a better person, right? Mm -hmm. And if they come along with you, that's great. But if they're only there for a season, then that's that's what it is. Yeah, because I've, I've been in a situation myself. I was dating a person where I was the healer, but when it was their time to actually heal me mm -hmm. i wasn't ready yeah. because i didn't heal myself because i was okay with healing somebody else but i couldn't heal myself mm -hmm. when they were trying to because i didn't do it on my own mm -hmm. and i didn't want her to do it for me because it wasn't comfortable right you know what i mean i right. really talk myself out of a nurturing situation because i didn't allow myself to do something for someone to do something for me that I was doing for them. Yeah, a lot of people love but don't know how to receive it. Yeah, I did not know how to receive love at that moment. Yeah. And I gave so much love to that woman. I gave so much love, but I didn't know how to receive It was ridiculous. Like, mm -hmm. I don't... To this day, I kind of know... Yeah, I kind of know what I mean, it I goes back that. to, like, you said with your dad, though. Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to that, but it's, like, it's crazy the things we do. Yeah. It makes no sense. I was 100% investing on this person's mental health their their future and, and what they want yourself. to accomplish and i lost myself and also i didn't even know how to receive the love that she wanted to give not the love that i needed yeah i couldn't even receive the love that she wanted to give yeah because the love you need is what the love you need yeah but it's what someone else gives you is just a, a portion of what they can give you you know what i mean especially if they're hurting themselves mm -hmm. do you think that goes back to your childhood though where your mom mm -hmm. did you feel like you ever had to like if you were to just make her happy all the time, she would, like, give you whatever you needed at that time? I mean, I get my nurturing spirit from my mom, definitely. Okay, that's good. I get that spirit definitely from my mom, but at, at this very moment, I don't know if I can't register it, but I don't know where I got the the feeling that I don't need to receive anything. It could just be me as, like... As who I am, I just Somebody like to give. Somebody taught you how to be a giver. Yeah, like I was taught to give, to give. but okay. I never was taught how to receive love. And okay. then that might be, you might be right because my mom is not that affectionate. I don't so think maybe any Caribbean mom is affectionate. Yeah, so I think that that's where that part comes that from, makes... from not knowing how to receive it. Because my my mom is not that affectionate. I just had a whole epiphany. <laughs> my mother, I my mother is not affectionate. Yeah. I think when I came to the states six years ago, it took her like maybe the fourth year into be like okay. I love you, and she mm -hmm. would never tell me to. Maybe she did, but I don't remember. Mm -hmm. She never. I never saw her like kiss my dad unless it was an anniversary mm -hmm. or something. So it's just like I knew how to. But she would give everybody her last, mm -hmm. you know. So I saw that part. But sometimes I can be some type like standoffish, and I I don't like try to be. Mm -hmm. But I would rather just go, you know, make do something for them, like go cook or go make something for them, or mm -hmm. like versus like. Sitting give me down. a damn hug oh, like okay. you know what i mean and the thing is kids that we, need, we need that to yes. actually be able to give that especially as a kid yeah 
So in this very moment, I think we're both realizing. Yes. <laughs> as we're talking it through. But I'm saying these conversations are important to have yeah. with, with anybody just to give clarity on like, it's not your fault. It's a problem. But what are you going to do to fix it? Are you comfortable with this? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Well, I'm saying like that's why I I love your business because like this is a safe place for men to actually get over their mm -hmm. baggage. Cause and thank you very much. <laughs> and I wanted to add on that I know I've posted you know some touchy topics and men have taken them wrong simply because there's so many like noise out there that compares men to whatever nonsense that's whatever like nonsense they're comparing to, and then they come onto my thing and they see one more thing. You know that somebody's telling about themselves but not realizing it's coming from a helpful standpoint not yeah. a bashing standpoint yeah. and it's not me trying to tell them what's wrong with them because mm -hmm. they hear that every day yeah. i need them to understand those things that you if i say something mm -hmm. and it gives you that mm feeling it's good it's good it means there's something in there mm -hmm. that has not healed the reason why you're reacting like that because if somebody tell you you're happy you don't think no, you don't think nothing about it yeah because you know you're happy mm -hmm. but if somebody said Oh, you you have an anger problem. Mm -hmm. You're like, what you mean? I got an anger problem? Like yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's the not truth, to truth hurts. Truth yeah, hurts. and yeah. it's not to attack. Mm -hmm. I want y'all. Is this my whole business? Mm -hmm. Is not a bashing thing. Mm -hmm. It's all about self love. It's all about mm -hmm. mental health for mm -hmm. men because you guys get overlooked. Mm -hmm. And just to like relate everything back to how you can meet the woman, like, everything adds up. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the, we're going to have to talk about some that, dark that, What you just topic. said, this goes back to receiving love. Because, yeah. like, you're not doing what you're doing to, like, like you said, to make someone angry, upset. It's out of love. You're highlighting yeah, a problem. But if you can't receive it. You're not going to know how to fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I can understand how it's hard where you, everywhere you go, you feel like people are telling you about yourself. But that's where you need to take a moment where you sit down and actually listen mm -hmm. and not how in a defensive matter, but like how, yeah. what things do I need to be accountable for? Is this truth knowing who I am mm -hmm. or is this false because they have, they don't have enough information or the Are they context about me? To you yeah. or is something I can relate yeah. to? But you have to be aware that you yeah. can't be reactive, but yeah. that goes from like even my past with my dad, like the whole little things, like mm -hmm. that reactive side could be because of what you went through as a kid. Because mm -hmm. I would have been one of the type of men in my past to be like, oh, here we go again. Right. Another, Another woman. Tell me exactly what she thinks yeah. of who I am, not knowing my history and my pain. Because it's not like, you understand, like, I don't think they even know how, how much you care. You know what I mean? And they will not know that until they take a step back and realize I'm not bashing, mm -hmm. I'm trying to help. Yeah. And even that, like I said, like we started out, I may want that for someone, for you guys, mm -hmm. but if you don't want it for yourself, it's just going to come off like a threat mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. So until you get to a place where you can receive the information that I'm giving them mm -hmm. and really like feel it, you know, think mm -hmm. about it, mm -hmm. process it, then you'll be like, okay, I guess I guess I do have an anger problem. Yeah. Or I guess I do have a bad amendment issue. And at, and at the same time, I, I also want them, uh, anyone that's listening to understand, if anyone says something about you, and you feel a certain type of way, feeling that way is okay. It's okay to feel that way in that moment. Mm -hmm. But you okay. can't let that fester and become who you are or what you're about. Because anything said in anger is literally just in anger. It's not who you are. Anger is an emotion. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, at the same time, if someone says something and you feel like they're projecting and it's not who you are and you know your truth, it's okay to be upset. That's the thing. Like, that's like, perfectly fine. That's how you know you're growing. Yeah. If somebody tell you something about yourself that you know is not true, you don't jump up in their face and try yeah. to bite them. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way. And keep moving. Yeah, but I'm, at the same time, if you do get that little, uh, like, it's okay. You still know how to process it, though. Yeah, you gotta let, because sometimes, yeah. like, because constantly people are telling anybody how to feel or how to do certain things it's not telling you how to feel it's to be self-aware what you're feeling in the moment and how do you react in the moment yeah. you know what i mean not to like oh my god i can't I can't believe like you know what i mean we don't we don't know everybody we don't right. know everybody's history we don't know everybody's story but yeah. we, we like you know the little things that lead to certain things and what can help to fix those certain things yeah and that's yeah. all i'm trying to do <laughs> it's that simple <laughs> But things become complicated with people's emotions, which is completely yeah. understandable. It is. And that's why, you know, I'll talk to people and they'll give me that true raw emotion. But then when it comes to what do you want to do about it, it's like, 
me just talking about it was nice enough. Yeah. That's what I get from, you know, talking to some of you guys. It's just like the fact that I could say it out there, I just put it out there, I feel good. But that's not enough. You're going to have to do what's necessary mm-hmm. to change that mindset. Yeah, and and everyone has their own time timetable yeah. on growth, which yeah. is completely acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to rush yourself into something and then take ten steps back. Everything happens on your time. Yep, just but be aware. Say, of yeah, but you have to be accountable. Like, listen, this is affecting all the areas of my life, not, not just, just dating. dating. Like yeah. this yeah. one single thing is affecting all the areas of my life. If I could get over this hump, imagine the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Because the way I see it, like an introverted guy or a female, if they have problems trying to find a woman or a spouse or whatever, mm. that same energy that they put into finding that person, that same energy goes elsewhere. Mm. Like, those are usually the people who stay in the back, in the line, you know, not in the limelight, or try to just work on the side, never start their own business, you know, just kind of like fit mm. in, mm. right? And that same energy that they give to finding a, a mate is the same energy in their whole life so everything affected yeah. by your confidence how you and do self-esteem. one thing is how you do everything yeah so if you're self, so if you may be thinking like i'm single i want to meet someone and i can't what should i do look about look in the same way you do everything in your life mm-hmm. right do you have the same energy because mm-hmm. more than likely you do mm-hmm. right because if i don't even want to get up put on an outfit and go somewhere to just socialize not even to meet someone but just socialize more than likely, I have that same attitude when I come home from work. I just want to sit on TV mm-hmm. and just, and that's not constructive. Like, who wants to be around that? Yeah, so. And if you're happy that way, that's fine. But, like, yeah. who wants to be around someone who's not enjoying life and yeah. filled with abundance within themselves? And just sit there, just, you know, just mm-hmm. waiting for the day to end and just wake up and go back to work. But, and then I just want people to understand, like, no one's trying to sell you on anything, but you have to sell yourself on yourself. Yeah. Like, you got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, I love me. I want to be better. How do I be better? Mm-hmm. I think this can't be like this like forever. You know what I mean? Is that right? That's crazy. But either way, you know what I mean? People got to really like, like, yo, like, I want to be better. Think about it this way, too. If you're single, you want to meet a woman. Think about all, think about how you, how you think of yourself, right? How do you really think about yourself? Are you confident? Do you really believe you deserve a relationship? Do you really, you know, what will, let's say we drop that woman right in front of you right now. She's looking right at you. Will you be comfortable with what you have to give right now to give to that woman, that ideal woman? If your answer is no, then you have some work to do. Some men may say, yes, I'm like, I'm I'm good good. right now. And then problems arise. And then problems arise where they're cheaters or, you know, they don't know how to commit or... There's certain things mm-hmm. that you're not in a mind frame to receive that blessing right now, which is why mm-hmm. you don't have it. Mm-hmm. So what in your life is is holding you black, holding you back from that blessing of an amazing woman or an amazing job or an amazing car or an amazing trip or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, it all flows together. Because another, another kicker is, like some of you, I don't want to sound arrogant or like, um, like I know how to Vin like... No, no, but it's something they need to hear because it's like, you might think dating is hard or trying to like have multiple women is like your goal or thing. That's the easy part. (laughs) They don't like, I don't think people understand that's the easy part. Once you understand how to know your truth and like relate to people and like actually build relationship and bonds, it becomes like a natural thing. It's easy. But when you're literally invested your entire life or your future into someone new, it's difficult. Relationships are complicated. Like, if your end goal is to get in a relationship and be happy, that's great. But, like, getting there, there's a process. And even being in that process is hard. So, mm-hmm. it's a it's a long road ahead of you. It's not just, oh, I get things together. I learn these things. Then I know how to approach women. Get a woman and things are all rainbows and sunshine. Mm-hmm. A relationship is complicated. It's not easy. And to go back to the post I just posted today. Like, you may really want this ideal relationship. And you think once you find that person, your whole life is going to be better. It's going to be rainbows and sunshines because you found this person to give you all the things that you don't think you have right now within yourself, Mm -hmm. which is happiness, which is joy, adventure. So you're waiting for somebody to fill that gap. And if you were to already have that, right, give yourself all of those things that you already, you feel like you need or you're missing out on. Then when that person comes, 
she's only going to add to it and make it an even better experience. So when she, you know, something doesn't go your way, you're not looking to her for happiness. You're not looking to her to be that ideal woman that you want mm-hmm. to fix your life. It's a it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because the the more you'll grow and know yourself, you'll get way more selective with who you're trying to date. It's yeah. not like every female you see that looks good, you're really gonna be sitting there like, damn. I wonder if she actually knows how to talk about her feelings. Like, it's going to be, it's not like a simp thing to say, but literally that's what's going to come about. start to think about things that actually matter. Yeah, like, is she going to, like, know how to, like, understand this side of me when I get like this? Because it's not something I fixed yet. Like, you're aware of it, you're working on it, but, like, is this person going to be comfortable? With themselves. Yeah, or knowing knowing a past experience. Like, say, if you were molested as a child or something, are they going to be comfortable? Yeah, no, but I'm saying, are they going to be comfortable with hearing this out of my mouth and still being being able to engage in this activity with me, accepting Mm -hmm. who I am? Because I accept myself. Those are the things you're gonna start thinking about. Versus how does she look in her jeans? How yeah. does she like what is and she? And it's do for it's her not it's not to say you can't be vain and like want somebody attractive. There's nothing yeah, wrong you can with that. Want somebody attractive, but that's not the end goal. Yeah, that's not the end goal. There's she needs to have substance. Yeah. And that's where you start your mindset starts to change. Because mm-hmm. once you're doing your work and you realize how hard it is to change your mindset, be a better person, it's a process. You're gonna want somebody that's gonna help you with that process, not deter you mm-hmm. from it. So you start to be selective. Mm-hmm. You start to be like, okay, is this woman going to get me to my end goal, like you said? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I think that wraps up everything we we're going to say today. Yeah, for today. We'll, we'll get into a, another podcast on, yeah. like, a question from you guys and, and talk about that and how it relates to us and our mm-hmm. experience. But I wanted the, the first podcast of the year, I guess you can say, to be just you guys getting to know us a little bit better. Because mm-hmm. you will be hearing from him, like you said, he is a director behind the camera (laughs) so you know you're gonna hear from us and we're gonna talk about much more deeper topics and also dating you know Mm -hmm. of course dating topics but i wanted to be that you guys just have a clear understanding of who we are who i am and you know what to expect if you're gonna coach with me and just you know the process of where you where you are right now and where you need to go needs there needs to be light shit on that so if i can give you that self-awareness i'm here for it Alright, so thank you guys for watching and listening. If you're listening on podcast, thank you so much. 